going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the DFS OGs podcast. And I'd say the final edition, but we just may be back for some playoff talk. We'll see on that. But welcome in week 18 on deck. We have made it through the regular season 17 weeks in the books. We are presented by our friends over at BetMGM. Make sure you get over there. Promo code GRINDERS. So load up that account. It's going to get your risk-free bet up to $1,000. So take advantage of that. We'll be utilizing their spreads and totals for today's show, going through every game, giving you the motivations. We'll take a look at some guys that may break some records. Uh, and, of course, our favorite bets uh, throughout the week. We are also utilizing scoresandodds.com if you're watching on YouTube. That's what you see on the screen. Just tons of great information. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you head over there. I'll dig around. You'll like what you see. We promise you. So let me bring in my boys. New year is here. Chop, we'll start with you, buddy. 2022 in the books. Week 18 on deck. How we doing today, my man? Hanging in there. Trying to get it done. Trying to grind down this last week of NFL. I know there's a lot of good games out there. A lot of things that mean stuff. But then you've got the... Uh, Stuff that doesn't mean anything. So it's, that's the balance that makes DFS part of it really hard. Sports betting, I think I think we can get a, a pretty good grip on some of these games in sports betting. I actually, a little spoiler, it's, it seems like a pretty good week for sports betting. All right. It's got it's got us five winners locked in, ready to go. No, no, my man. Happy New Year. Week 17 behind us. We look forward, like Chop said. Can be a minefield. We're going to navigate here through it uh, with our favorite bets. How we doing, buddy? Yeah, doing good. Survive New Year's. Feeling a little bit better this week. Little man's back at school. Uh, things are looking up. And more importantly, Jaguars and Packers. Both win and you're in. Can you believe that we are here, Beer? No, I cannot. I, I think we both wrote off our teams uh, a long time. You probably, you know, for, for years. <laughs> but uh, they have a legitimate shot. They are favorites. Green Bay has a legitimate shot. So uh, we will discuss those games in depth. But no, I, I can't believe uh, we are talking about the old reverse jinxes. Uh, coming into play here. So we'll try to do it one more time here in week 18. All right, let's get into the games. Uh, Chiefs and Raiders up first. We got a couple Saturday games uh, and then a full slate of games on Sunday with the Detroit Green Bay game capping things off on Sunday night. So Chiefs, Raiders up first for us. Uh, this thing opened Chiefs minus six and a half. That has gone to nine and a half here. Total in this one, 52 and a half. We know the Chiefs. Got to continue to win for any shot at that top seed uh, in the AFC. Obviously, the situation with Buffalo, Cincinnati, still waiting to see. I think the NFL kind of hoping things just play out and they don't need that game, but uh, we'll see what they're going to do. They're apparently working on it uh, behind the scenes here. So, no, no, we'll start with you, buddy, here this week. Uh, big spread. Jared Stidham, once again, going to get the start. Look good. I mean, they, they were controlling that game against San Francisco, let it slip away late, but uh, made, a, made a pretty good showing there last week. Can he do it again here? Can the Raiders keep pace with this high-powered Chiefs offense? Yeah, it kind of feels like it was just one of those letdown performances for the Niners. They probably didn't – were already overlooking the Raiders, and then once uh, Derek Carr wasn't announced as a starter, I think uh, just kind of caught them by surprise a little bit. I'd be surprised if Stidham had this much success against the Chiefs. And, uh, yeah, a lot on the line for Kansas City. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with Buffalo – but uh, KC has every uh, you know reason to go all out and win this game. It is a lot of points, but I'm going to lean with KC with the team that has a lot more to play for. Not going to lock it in, but I do like them uh, minus nine and a half. 
All right, I hate to go against you here, but I'm, I'm going to lock in uh, best bet number one. I'm going with the Raiders. It's just a lot of points, and you're probably right. San Francisco kind of rolled in, and Jared Stidham and, and caught him by surprise, but I think they can compete here. Now, the Chiefs have dominated this series. You know, they've won nine of the last 10. They've covered six of the last 10. Six of the last 10 have gone over as well, so some of the trends on this game. Chop, I just think it's too many points. We see Kansas City in a lot of close games. Could they go in? And blow this team out, absolutely. But I think the Raiders are going to fight uh, till the end, especially a guy like Stidham. You know, something to prove. Is he a starting quarterback in this league or not? we got the whole car situation uh, is a mess. So I think it's too many points. I'm locking in the Raiders. Best bet number one, you with me. You with Noto. You're leaving this game alone, Shop. Wow. First game out the gate, we got a – Got a oh, come on fire, solid, baby. solid Chiefs and a solid Raiders takes, and I'm and it's apropos because I'm right in the middle of I don't want to touch it at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, still, I'm I'm only like cursing the Raiders for not making that move a couple weeks ago when I could have had some Devonte could have when I really could have used Devonte Adams, man, in season long instead of uh Derek Carr out there feeding him those you know those limp biscuits out there, so. He looked pretty good. I gave him credit. He looked all right. You know, I've never seen uh, him. I never looked at him and said, yeah, that's an NFL quarterback right there. But he looked pretty good last week. So uh, I don't really know where this is going. It does spread so big that I feel like the Chiefs at some point get out to a pretty good lead. And then then they just start handing the ball off to Pacheco. You know, let's just grind out. Last game of the year. We're done with this. We'll see if we're going to get a buy or not. We don't know. But we're not going to sit here and air this thing out and put Mahomes in danger 40 times in this game. So I think that that spread could get busted at the end pretty easily. So I'm pretty neutral on this one. All right, let's move to Derek's Jacksonville Jags. Biggest game in quite some time. AFC South title on the line here. Titans should be back uh, to full strength uh, outside of the quarterback. Dobbs who look pretty good, but Derek Henry uh, expected to be back uh, in this one. So a showdown. For the division, latest spreads have us at Jacksonville, minus six and a half in this one. The total sitting at 40. So not expecting a lot of fireworks here, Chop. We're going to start with you. I have a best bet in this one as well, and I'll get to that after you go here. Uh, But Titans, Jaguars, all comes down to this. Who takes the NFC South and gets themselves in the playoffs? That's a great question. I think Jacksonville wins this game outright and, and, and gets that playoff spot locked up. Do they cover that big? That's kind of a big spread for Jacksonville, to be honest with you. So that that has me, that leaves me cautious. I don't know about that one. I think they win on the money line. It's too big to bet. The spread's too big to bet for me. Uh, don't know if I believe in Dobbs, but it tells you something that they can plug Dobbs off the street and then think he's better already in two weeks than than your quarterback you drafted to take over for Tannehill someday. So that's pretty telling right there to me. But uh, I, I can see the Jacksonville piece in this win together. But as far as the spread, yeah, man, that's, that's a big number right there. I'm, I'm going to avoid it. I'm with you. I, I think Jacksonville wins this game. No, no, I don't know that they cover the six and a half. I'm going to, I'm going to take the points here with the Titans. Uh, Dobbs makes me a little nervous. He, he looked better than I think anybody expected uh, in that game here, but now a week of tape here. Uh, this Jacksonville defense, pretty solid. So I'm going to lock in Tennessee uh, with the points Ooh. here, uh, picking that six and a half in this one. Noto, you're with me. You roll with your Jags here. You're the Jacksonville expert. What do you got in this one? AFC South on the line. 
Yeah, this one's tough. I'm obviously biased pulling for my team here, but I don't know. I mean, Dobbs gave them a little bit of life in the passing game, but still only completed 50% of his passes, had an interception, took a couple sacks. I think if the Jags are able to build a lead, I just don't see Dobbs making a comeback here. I could I could bet on the Jags minus nine and a half, minus 13 and a half, some of those alternate spreads. I could also see the, the game being really close. Derrick Henry, you know, really good track record against the Jags throughout his career. So, I'm kind of torn on this one. I'll just abstain because I don't want to jinx my team. But, uh, yeah, I don't mind some of those alternate lines if you do think Jackson was going to be able to build a lead. All right, a couple of the trends. Tennessee has won eight of the last ten between these two, and they have covered seven of the last ten. So uh, that's that's uh, in my favor, Noto. And uh, I'm pulling for your Jags, though. I would like to see them in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, a younger team, uh, rather than this boring version of, of the Titans and Derrick Henry. So. Uh, let's go Jags and Tennessee just cover that spread. Next up, Miami and the Jets. Now, this opened up Miami minus three and a half. That has swung uh, in favor of the Jets here. Uh, minus one in this one now. Total at 38 and a half. We know the Jets were eliminated last week. Miami uh, still an outside shot uh, to get in here. So they're going to need to win and they need the Patriots to lose uh, in Buffalo. So that's the the setup for Miami. So, Noto, we'll stay with you. Kind of surprising line movement here uh, with Miami, the team that has something to play for you at the line swinging towards the Jets. What do you got in this one? Yeah, I mean, if the Jets would have won last week, I'd be hammering them this week. I would feel really good about it uh, as well. The line movement is a little curious. You know, we're to the point of the season where if you don't have something to play for, it's kind of hard to put your money on them, um, at least for the public better. So, I don't know. I would lean towards the Dolphins just because I think their motivation is a little bit greater. Uh, Jets being already eliminated. Don't know what to expect. Is it Skylar Thompson under center? I believe that's the last report I saw. Correct. All right. I mean, McDaniel has a ton of uh, faith in him. You know, he's had a lot of interviews, you know, talking up Thompson. We haven't really seen a workout on the field just yet. Tough defense, um, defensive matchup against the Jets. I'll lean Miami, but I don't feel very good about it. Miami has won eight of the last 10, covered seven of the last nine, and six of the last 10 have gone under uh, in this series. Chop, Dolphins uh, with everything to play for here. Jets uh, done for the season, yet the Jets are the favorites. What do you got here? Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Jets just because I think they're young enough and the coach is just feisty enough to go out there and still have some motivation to finish off the season strong for the Jets. And, you know, Miami – they're going to be starting Skylar Thompson again. I think I've said it on the show back uh, in the mid midseason when he started. He's not an NFL quarterback. I don't. It doesn't matter what you do. He's not an NFL quarterback. It's a last ditch option, and you know there's a chance they finish eight and nine. Which think about about six weeks ago or so, seven weeks ago, we were talking. Can they catch Buffalo for the division title? And they're the dark horse and sleeper in the AFC. And people were thinking that they could march through the AFC and maybe win a couple games. They might finish under 500, so that was quite the fall from grace from them. Yeah, I'm on Miami here. I don't love it. I, I just they're the more motivated team. That line movement makes me a, a little concerned to see it move four and a half points. I wish we could have grabbed it, or I wish we could you know it, it, now's the time to grab Miami. I guess if you're on the Jets, it would have been grab it early at that plus three and a half. So uh, too much line movement. Probably going to leave this one alone. All right, let's move to Cleveland. Pittsburgh up next. Uh, it stayed steady since open at Pittsburgh minus two and a half, 40 and a half on the total. So very simple. Cleveland, we know, is eliminated. 
Pittsburgh, uh, going to need a miracle here. They have to win. They need both Miami and New England to lose uh, to claim that last spot uh, in the playoffs here. So, Chop, we'll stay with you here in this one. I'm going Pittsburgh in this one. Best bet number three. I, I just The way they've been playing, to go on the road against Baltimore, pull that win out. Kenny Pickett looking more comfortable here. Cleveland, very up and down. You know, they've looked good at times. Uh, you know, Last week, I thought Washington was a slam dunk. Uh, Cleveland goes in and, and, and dominates that game. So a little nervous here. But I think with everything on the line, Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh at home, under a field goal. I'm locking the Steelers in. Best bet number three, Chop. You with me? You worried about this Cleveland team uh, spoiling this playoff chance for Pittsburgh? Well, I definitely worry about some spoilage, but uh, I'd lock in. I'm gonna lock in Pittsburgh also, just for the fact that uh, you know, very good head coach keeps keeps this team motivated through everything, through thick and thin. Uh, they're right there, can finish above 500 again. I think it's a very reasonable path to the playoffs with those other two games. Like I think those other two teams lose. And help and help Pittsburgh out here, and then we and then on top of everything, next year, like I fully expect Deshaun to come back and look great next year. I think it was a lot to ask for him to come in Week 11 after missing all year last year too, and to be good. And he's looked bad, and I don't think he he corrects that in one week here. So he's going to take a full off season for him to get rolling. So he's he he just hasn't looked good. I got I got lock in the Steelers here. There's too much going for him right now. Too much momentum. All right, no, no, I saw you nodding along. I have a feeling you're joining us here. Uh, Steelers minus two and a half. Yeah, lock me in. I'm pretty sure all of us were on the Steelers last week, and I think the the Ravens are a much better team than the Browns. I mean, they're three and two with Watson under center, but they beat the Texans without an offensive touchdown. They beat the Ravens in a game where Justin Tucker missed two field goals and there were like two or three turnovers um, in a really weird game. And then, you know, last week they beat the Commanders. But that was Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz pretty much just handed him that game. So, yeah, give me all the Steelers in this one. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, uh, 15 in a row, which is crazy. And uh, if they get a win this week, make it 16. So, lock me in the Steelers. All right, let's get to a game that has no playoff implications. Uh, some draft implications, though. Indy uh, in Houston up next. Uh, State steady at two and a half here in favor of the Colts. Uh, total in this one sitting at 38 noto. So we know the deal. Houston uh, losing, you lock in that number one pick. Uh, win and Chicago's uh, nipping at your heels. And we'll talk about them here uh, momentarily. Colts right in that. Potentially as high as three, uh, lowest they can fall is six in the draft. So not a lot of implications here. Unless Houston just wants that number one pick uh, and they come in flat here. I'm leaving this one alone. My lean would be to the Colts. But uh, what do you got here, Houston, Indianapolis? Yeah, these are the types of games that you do not want to bet on. Neither team wants to win. Neither team really cares. Did I see that the Colts have an interim head coach for this week? Really? Saturday's out already? something on twitter i don't know maybe it was a a joke or something i don't know but uh yeah anyway i don't i don't trust either of these teams obviously the the texans want to lose to get that number one seed but it's not like the the colts want to win either so i'm out on this game no pick whatsoever chop any thoughts here meaningless game draft position at stake you got to think houston uh, not really motivated to win here so they can lock up that number one pick and likely draft their franchise quarterback next season yeah, I mean, it's got to like it's less than a field goal. We got to go. I got to lock in the Colts here. 
Like they're they're uh you know by, if the Colts tank this thing, what do they really improve here? Not very much as far as I don't even know if they have that first round pick. I'd have to look. Yeah, they do. They, yeah. Let's see if the Colts are sitting at fifth right now. If they lose, they can climb as high as three. Uh, if Denver and Arizona lose with a win, as low as they can go as six. So. Somewhere in that yeah. three to six range. Yeah, three to six is about the same player, basically, right? So, but number one, oh, now that's the that's the cream of that. You get your choice of anything. If you think there's two, then you can trade it down. If you think there's two guys, you can trade it, trade down a spotter. Point being, Texans have so much more to gain by losing here. I got I got to lock in the Colts here. You know, I think uh, they're just foolish enough to not really to not be able to out-tank the Texans here. If the Texans go in and win this game, some guys need to really – heads need to roll, man. Like, you can't go in there and win this when you got a chance to take your pick, uh, maybe Bryce Young or Stroud or somebody like that to change your franchise, man. Yeah, it'd be a shocker to see them going in and, and playing all out here, but who knows? You know, sometimes we expect these teams to, to tank and they come out and they play and they pull an upset victory, so – I'm a no no. I'm just leaving this game alone in betting, probably in DFS as well. Uh, just kind of scratching this one off. All right, let's go to Tampa and the Falcons up next. This opened Atlanta minus seven. That has come down to Atlanta minus four, 40 and a half here, Chop. We know Tampa Bay locked up the NFC South. They are locked in uh, to that fourth seed in the NFC. So do they rest their starters? Do they not? Do they need another week? Uh, heading into the playoffs, and those are the questions we asked Atlanta. Draft pick positioning, best pick they can get is six. Worst they can do is ninth. So they're they're kind of flailing between those two uh, ranges here. So do we do they rest? I guess that's the question here, Chop. Do, do we see Brady? Do we see him for a quarter, a half? Do we not see them at all? Some of that line movement moving back uh, from seven to four makes me say maybe these guys play at least a half. Yeah, this is a no-go for me because we don't know about the Bucks and what they're going to like. Uh, this is a spot where they they have no reason to play. They can't move up, can't move down. Nothing's going to change for them. But I, Tom Brady's been – he's actually played in these spots before and, has, you know, has done pretty well just going out there and sharpening up his guys, getting ready for the playoffs. He does that. This is like a, a warm-up game for him. So I wouldn't put it past him to go out there and, like, dice up the Falcons for a half or for three quarters. So it's a no-go for me, nothing. Same. I'm staying away from it. It's as good as Atlanta's been to me uh, this season and to us. Uh, this one I'm just avoiding uh, completely here. Uh, Tampa Bay has won and covered seven of the last ten against Atlanta. A lot of overs uh, in this series as well. No, are you touching this one or too many questions uh, with Tampa Bay to make any picks here? Look, I don't trust Tampa Bay's starters, so I'm certainly not going to trust their backups. I mean, come on. They've been so bad. Um, I know they picked up a couple good wins lately, but, uh, yeah, lock me into the Falcons. Um, even if Brady plays, I don't I don't feel strongly about the offense. I think it's a pretty close game, even if, you know, all their starters are playing and they need to win this game. So, yeah, I'll take Atlanta. That'd be my lean as well. I, I think even if it was the starters, uh, obviously the minus four, probably a little bit too high, but to Atlanta, you're not losing a lot of draft position if you do win this game. So uh, lean towards the Falcons here, but no best bets on that one. Carolina, New Orleans up next. Uh, another meaningless game for the playoffs. Uh, Saints, three and a half point favorites. That stayed steady since open 41 and a half uh, on the total here, Noto. So 
another game. No playoff implications. You know, what are these teams going to do? Uh, New Orleans, we know, does not have a first-round pick, so uh, no meaning, no reason for them to to tank or do anything. And they played well lately. They got three wins in a row here. So Saints, Panthers, what do we got going on in this one? Yeah, Saints defense playing well. They failed opponents to 18, 10, and 10 points in the last three games. And, you know, one of them was the Eagles. I mean, Minshew didn't play great last week, but I thought it was a pretty good performance from the defense. And they're using Taysom Hill a lot more, which is what we've been saying on this pod pretty much all season. So, yeah, I'll take the Saints at home. Um, the fact that you said they don't have their first-round pick. Nope, that goes to the Eagles. Carolina is in that same uh, position uh, between six and nine, kind of that same range as Atlanta. Okay, so yeah, I mean, that's even more reason for them to go out and, you know, try to win this game. So yeah, give me the Saints, and I'm not going to lock them in yet, but I might circle back. Yeah, I'd be on the Saints here as well, not a best bet, but uh, like, how, like how they're ending the season here, like the involvement of Taysom Hill, agree with everything you said. Carolina, uh, interesting note, I live in near the Ann Arbor area, and there's some whispers, uh, Jim Harbaugh, potentially a candidate uh, for that Carolina head coaching job, so something to keep an eye on there. Shop, Saints, Panthers, no playoff implications on the line. What do you got here? It's the theme of the show. I've got nothing. This is just a, <laughs> like both teams are basically freshly eliminated. Like what it would like you can't expect it. I can't expect I have no clue of what they're gonna do with themselves this week. It, you know, this isn't like one team's been screwing around for five or six weeks knowing they were out of the playoff. They just got eliminated. So I have no idea what these guys are going to do. Yeah, this one uh, is tricky for sure. Likely a stay away from me here uh, as well. All right, Buffalo, New England, obviously a, a tough situation the other night. If you guys want, want to comment on that, you know, I know everyone thoughts and prayers, and we're still uh, polling for him to pull through this. Uh, it sounds like some positive reports. So you guys want to talk about it, have at it. If you don't, we'll stick with the football here. Uh, Buffalo, we know, trying to continue to that top spot. Uh, in the AFC, Patriots, you know, they got to get a win here, regardless of Miami, a loss, uh, and Miami is in. So New England has to get a W here. Chop, can they get this done? Uh, spread is sitting at seven and a half uh, in favor of Buffalo. You got to think these guys are going to be extra motivated uh, for this game. Total on this one, 42 and a half. I don't know. I don't know about the extra motivation. Like there's it's I think it's a one of two things. They're either extra motivated or they're completely flat after what happened. So I don't know, man. That's what scares me about the Bills. And now you're facing a team that needs to win and get in. You're not facing a pushover team, you know, that is trying to tank for draft position. Patriots want to win and they're a halfway decent team. And so how the Bills come out mentally is all is is what's going to decide this game. So uh, again, I don't know how that's going to play out. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch this point spread. Yeah, I'm staying away too. I, I would likely lean New England. You're right. It, this could be they're fired up. Could be they're you know they're still hurting for their teammate here. But uh, let me be clear. Pitt, New England. I won't. I was clear in the beginning. New England's in with a win. Can still get in if they lose and Miami loses. So win and you're in situation here. I'll take the points here with this one, not locking in as a best bet. Noto, what he got here, Buffalo, New England. Yeah, I mean, incredibly tough spot. This is something that just doesn't happen in sports, so you don't know how they're going to react. They could rally around uh, their teammate. They could uh, you know, obviously not be you know, as prepared as they, they otherwise would be for this game. So 
I don't have a strong take. I would lean New England just because, you know, they have all the motivation and that's a lot of points. And this is a division game. But uh, I agree with what you guys said. It's a hard game to bet. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to Baltimore, Cincinnati. Another big game here in the AFC. Opened up Cincy minus seven. That's come down to six and a half here at BetMGM. 42 and a half uh, on the total. So Bengals can clinch the AFC North. Uh, still in line for that number one seed, uh, potentially. So a loss uh, keeps Baltimore in the running uh, for the division, depending on how they play that game. Uh, Bengals, they, they could go anywhere from the three uh, up to the number one. So a lot of p- playoff positioning here on the line, Noda. Yet we still don't know what they're going to do with that Cincinnati-Buffalo game. So tough to say for sure. Regardless, divisional game here, big game. Both teams headed to the playoffs. What do you got here, Cincy, Baltimore? Uh, do we know if Lamar is playing? Have not heard uh, anything on Lamar. I will uh, dig around here while you're talking. All right. So it just feels like all of these uh, AFC North games end up being decided, you know, late in the game by a field goal, maybe by a touchdown late. And uh, both teams have a lot to play for. You know, I like uh, what Cincy's been doing the last couple months. They seem to cover every single spread. But uh, I'll blindly take the points uh, on the road with the Ravens. And if Lamar plays, I'll feel, you know, a lot better about it. So we're recording on Wednesday. He did not practice today is the latest report on Lamar Jackson. So I'll see if there's anything else. But uh, we'll see. Thursday, Friday are the, are the more important days uh, to keep an eye on on that. Chop Bengals, you know, they were a part of that game as well. Who knows uh, what their outlook looks like. Baltimore, uh, always a fierce game between these two. Six and a half on the spread. What do you got? I would say uh... – I just a lean towards the Bengals, but I'm I can't log anybody in right here. It's a pretty good game, so I'm gonna lean towards the Bengals, but uh, definitely not a best bet. All right, let's move on. Vikings, Bears up next. Ton of line movement here, uh, sparked by Justin Fields on the other side, not going to play this week. John Gruden's boy, old Peterman, in there. Nathan Peterman expected to start uh, for the Chicago Bears. That has driven the line from two and a half at open. All the way up to seven and a half in favor of Minnesota, 43 on the total here, Chop. So I'm locking in the Vikings here in this one. It's it's a big number on the road, but we've all seen Nathan Peterman. I, I just it's it's that bad. Fields is everything to this offense. I don't know how they're gonna generate any kind of offense here. This Minnesota team embarrassed in Lambeau Field, want to get right heading into the playoffs, I want to think. So I think they win this one by double digits. Chop, what do you got here, Vikings, Bears? Lock it in, the Vikings. Lock it in. This is a, it's a pretty easy one for me. I mean, we're talking everything this week is about motivations and everything else. Minnesota's got to play next week anyway in the playoffs. They're not going to get a bye, and uh, they need to generate a little momentum. And this is a good spot to do it. There's a little bit to play for, just a sliver for them to play for enough that they'll they'll give it they'll give it an effort. Meanwhile, the Bears. They've already shown you we're, we're going to tank this game because they can finish in. They can finish with that number one pick if things work out for them. They could finish number one, but if they win this game, they could drop all the way down to like number four. It's a big difference. So they want a full tank. And the Peterman, if you want to tank, you get you a Nathan Peterman in there. Yes, you do. So yeah, Chicago locks the number one pick up uh, if they lose and Houston wins. Vikings sitting at the three C. They can move up to two if they win and San Francisco loses this week. So. Still a little bit of, of movement here. Two best bets on the board, Noto, with the Vikings. Are you joining us? 
Yeah, I can't join you. I would probably lean that way uh, just because the Bears, yeah, they have nothing to play for. Really bummed that uh, Phil isn't going to get the single-season rushing record for the quarterback. You know, he's been one of the only guys uh, that has treated me well in DFS this season. So was hoping he would get the record, but uh, I agree with every, everything you guys said. You know, Vikings, they need they need something to get going before the playoffs. And uh, I'm just rooting for a big Justin Jefferson game. Uh, still have that future bet on him for Offensive Player of the Year. Man, did he kill me in some championship games. Uh, I mean, I was happy to see it as a Green Bay fan and, and for my boy Jair Alexander, but uh, I'm sure he let a lot of people down uh, last week uh, with that dud. So uh, let's move on to the afternoon slate. Now, this one interesting. Rams, Seahawks. Now, Seattle can still get in. They have to win. Uh, they also need Detroit to, to beat Green Bay. So that is a path here for Seattle. I was hearing some complaints about why did they move the Green Bay-Detroit game that should have been in the same window uh, with the Seattle game? You know, if Seattle wins, does Detroit lose their motivation uh, in that Sunday night game? Dan Campbell ain't losing his motivation. Whether they're playing for the playoffs, they're playing to eliminate uh, their hated rival, the Green Bay Packers, uh, I would not worry about uh, any lack of motivation here uh, from the Detroit Lions. But let's talk this one, six and a half on the spread uh, up from four and a half at open 41 and a half on the total here. So no, no, we've seen the Rams, you know, the, the good, the bad, they've been competitive. They've been blown out uh, Seattle, everything on the line here. They're going to need some help, but do they get this one done under a touchdown at home against hated division rival, the LA Rams? Yeah. The spread doesn't feel right. I feel like the Seahawks should be bigger favorites just because uh, with everything that's going on right now and uh, you know, they got to win. So I don't know. I, I like betting against Baker Mayfield, but uh, the Rams don't have their first round pick, right? Yeah. It belongs to the lions. Yeah. So, so they might as well come out and try to win. Um, I don't have a strong take on the game. I'd probably lean towards the Seahawks, but uh, like you mentioned, I mean, the NFL, they got to feel good about, you know, whether, whether the Lions have anything to play for or not. Dan Campbell is man. He's going to have these guys fired up no matter what. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be going all out for sure. So uh, I would lean the Rams here, Chop. I'm not locking it in. Again, it, it makes you nervous because we've seen the good and the bad of this Rams team, but We've seen the good and the bad of Seattle as well. I don't know that Seattle blows them out, likely wins this game and should win this game at home. But, you know, can Baker do enough here to keep this close? I think he can on the road. So Rams the lean for me. What do you got here, Rams, Seahawks? If you believe in conspiracies, the NFL will, <laughs> will make sure the Rams win this game to make sure that that primetime game has everything on the line. So, uh, I don't know if I believe in it, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I'd lean Rams just because, like, it has to feel like everybody wants to play the Seahawks here, wants to go with the Seahawks. So I'd lean Rams just to kind of buck the trend. All right, Giants-Eagles up next. Uh, huge spread here, as we'd expect. Uh, the Giants locked in. Philadelphia still has that number one seed uh, in the NFC East, a division title. Lots on the line here. Uh, sounding like Jalen Hurts going to be back in the lineup uh, for Philadelphia this week. 14 uh, on the spread here, Chop. 43 on the total. So the Eagles trying to fend off your Dallas Cowboys. This is a big number, though. What are you doing here, Eagles, Giants? Locking in Philadelphia. This is uh, Philly's going to go out there and assert themselves real quick in this game. In a hurry, the Giants, by the time we kick off on Sunday, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get where Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and all their key players won't even play a down in this game. It just doesn't. There's just nothing for them to play for. 
So I'm going to lock in the Eagles here as a best bet. Yeah, my lean would be Philly. I'm not locking them in. Chop, uh, feeling confident locking in Philly best bet. I agree, though. If you do see those guys, I don't think you're going to see them for very long. I wouldn't expect them to play. Uh, no reason to. Giants uh, locked into their spot. Noto, big number here. Chop's locking it in. I'm leaning Philly. What do you got here, Giants, Eagles? Yeah, you definitely can't take the Giants side of this. Uh, not knowing what they're going to do with their starters. No reason to play them. But uh, 14 points is a lot. And uh, Brian Dable, whatever, even if it's backups, he's going to have them, you know, fired up. Uh, it's just one of the, one of those coaches that gets their guys, most out of their guys. So uh, I lean towards Philly as well, but uh, I will not lock it in. All right, Niners, Cardinals uh, up next. Another massive spread here. San Francisco, 14-point favorites. That's ticked up from 13 at open, 40-and-a-half on the total now san francisco still has a shot at, at that number one seed uh, they have to win they need a philadelphia loss here so cardinals we know have been eliminated uh they sit at the fourth pick could get as high as two with a loss or as low as sixth with a win david blau named the starting quarterback once again here uh, for arizona so no no this feels like a spot san francisco should roll should dominate this team that you know they still have something on the line here but we know two touchdowns in the nfl is a lot on the Niners here, the Cardinals uh, get that backdoor Betty and cover this big number. <laughs> oh, the backdoor Betty. Um, yeah, after the Niners, you know, had that scare last week against the Raiders, I think they're going to be a lot more focused. I think they want to, you know, head into the playoffs, uh, you know, with a big win. So I will lock them in. I feel a little bit better about them covering the 14 than the Eagles. Uh, and, yeah, David Blau, just don't trust him. San Francisco is borderline uh, top five bet for them. We each get five each and every week. So they're, they're probably number six. I would lean that way as well uh, with the Niners. I just don't see Arizona with David Blau. No DeAndre Hopkins once again this week. So, you know, James Conner's been good, but against the San Francisco defense, I don't see him doing a ton. So I'm leaning the Niners here. Not quite a best bet, uh, but borderline for me. Chop, what do you got here? Arizona, San Francisco. Not that I'm abstaining, man. Don't like this one. Just uh, it's a big number, and the 49ers, I think, are, are on cruise control, as evidenced last week by having to take the Raiders down to the wire like that. I think that they're totally – I mean, they want to win the game, but how it's not a tough game to win for them. So it's a big number. I'm going to pass on this game. All right, Chargers-Denver up next. So this one, interesting. The Chargers, you know, locked in somewhat. They can't fall below six, uh, but they can move up to five, which would mean a matchup uh, with Jacksonville or Tennessee. So no no, no offense to your Jaguars, but if I'm the Chargers, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's a matchup that, that I am looking for. So uh, latest numbers here, we got LA minus three. That stayed steady since open. Uh, just 40 uh, on the total here. So Chop, I'm locking in the Chargers here. I mean, everything to play for. Yes, Denver looked good in Kansas City. You know, can they play spoiler here? Not really. I mean, you could keep LA down at that sixth seed, but I think the Chargers the much better team here with that chance to slide up and get a better game. I think you get full motivation here from the Chargers. I'm laying the three best bet number five. Chargers on the board. Chop, what do you got here? Denver. Give me, give me a call. How many best bets have I made so far? Uh, I haven't been writing them down. Two. Anymore. Okay, let's say two. Let's say two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, I'd lock in the Chargers too, man. I'd lock in the Chargers too just for the fact that, like you said, like there is a huge difference between <laughs> respectfully notorious traveling and playing Jacksonville <laughs> in the first playoff game or getting stuck against Cincinnati or or uh, whoever falls to number two, Buffalo or KC or whoever, you know, like 
those are that's a tough deal right there. You want to win this game if you're the Chargers. The Broncos, they do scare me because Russell's just goofy enough to be motivated for this game and all that good stuff. But Chargers are just a better team. They're playing well. I think they come in and, and win this game. So, yeah, I got to log in the Chargers, man. All right. I'm, I've been slacking on my duties here. I got to right. log these, these picks. So, we'll, we'll yeah, figure it's out week 18. You don't have to log yeah. nothing. Take a break. It's your well, bye week. I'm to give the recap <laughs> at the end. You know, people that just kind of cruise through and, and don't listen to all our uh, fantastic words of wisdom here. And they just want the recap. So, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Uh, no, no, two on the Chargers here. Everything to play for on the road in Denver. What do you got here? Minus three. I mean, the three points doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, it feels a little fishy. Uh, I do think they're going to want to, you know, play and win this game and so they can get that matchup against the Jags or Titans. But, uh, hey, Jags already beat them once in L.A. Uh, bring them on, you know. There you go. No pick on the game? No pick on the game. I mean, I like the Chargers side, but it doesn't fit. It, it feels weird. Uh, I think it should be like six and a half or something with these Broncos. Yeah, it does teams. feel a little fishy here. So let's move on. We got uh, all three of our teams uh, in the running here. Love to see it. Dallas, Washington up next. Uh, we know Washington eliminated after that dud uh, last week against Cleveland. Cowboys still got a shot. They, they can win the division. They can win. Uh, the number one seed in the NFC, they got to win. They need Philadelphia to lose. So they're, they're going to need a lot here. Uh, Noto, we'll start with you. We'll, we'll get to Chop here in a minute with his thoughts. Latest numbers on this one, uh, Dallas minus 7.5. That's up from 6.5 at open, uh, 40.5 on the total. So crossing through that key number to 7.5 here, Sam Howell. I believe a UNC product. Chop can talk some Sam Howell. Uh, named the starting quarterback after it seemed like Tyler Heineke was named the starting quarterback an hour earlier, but they are rolling with Howell here. Dallas on the road, tons to play for Noto, but seven and a half, a, a big number here on the road. Ah, oh, man, if it was Heineke, I would lock in Washington. I feel really good about it. I don't know anything about uh, Sam Howell, so, you know, can I get my uh, chop scouting report before I make a pick? All right, chop, what do we got on Sam Howell? Can I talk about the game? You can talk about whatever you want. Let me tell you, let me let me let me give my best bet as the Cowboys here. I'm gonna give my best bet as the Cowboys because they are starting Sam Howell. Like he has I think he has a very limited skill set in the NFL. He was a you know a runner, a bruising runner, not like a Lamar Jackson style free-flowing grace. He was he was more of a Jalen Hurts style runner, you know, wants to take a lot of abuse. That's not going to work in the NFL level. But so Tim unless Tebow, he made, that's that's what you're. There you go. Me. Unless he made some like big time strides with his passing, which I don't think he did. I don't think he's a suitable NFL quarterback. And then we go to the Cowboys. Like theoretically, as a Cowboys fan, I want you to sit down Tony Pollard and some offensive linemen and Parsons and some and some other guy. Sit them down. Give them a rest, almost like a bye week, and then get ready for the playoffs. But in this very same or even a worse position last year when they had nothing to play for against the Eagles in week 18, the Eagles rested everybody. And the, and Jerry Jones went out there and let them play Dak and Elliott and all their number one wide receivers, play it and run up a 50 spot on the Eagles for no reason. When you had nothing to play for, you're already locked into your playoff position. Why wouldn't he do it again, with, even with a, with, with a sliver of something to play for here? And the Washington's going to start Sam Howe? Nah. I got I got to take the Cowboys as the best bet. 
All right, Dallas locked in. Odo, you want to now? You got all the all the information from Chop on Howell on Dallas. Uh, any any best bets here in this one, Dallas Washington? I mean, that was one of the most confident takes we've heard from Chop all season. I got to back him. Got to back him up this one. So uh, <laughs> lock me into Dallas. And uh, I was just Googling, or not Googling, I searched Twitter for Sam Howell, and uh, the first thing that pops up, Terry McLaurin has played four seasons, and he's played with ten different quarterbacks now. Wow. Crazy. Carson Wentz, he's got to be done. I mean, he, he looked terrible last week. So that, that's another team has got to be thinking quarterback uh, in the draft. They sit at the 15th pick currently, can get into the top ten uh, with a loss and some things going their way. So – uh, something to watch. Uh, I don't know that Sam Howell's uh, the quarterback of the future gets a, a one week uh, chance to show what he can do here. So, all right, let's go to Sunday night. Detroit, uh, Green Bay opened up Packers minus four. That's gone to four and a half, 49 on the total. Now, I'd love to, to, to give you the chop take, and I'm all in. Green Bay going to win this game. Guys, Detroit makes me nervous as hell that they're going to come in here motivated, uh, you know, gritty. It's just a team that that matches up well with this Green Bay team, who's playing well. I want to think Green Bay at home gets this done. The point on the spread, though, I, I don't know if it's too many points here. I think Detroit keeps this game close, and I don't rule out that they come in and win this game. So I'm not making a best bet here. I'm going to be more of a pessimist. Uh, I go Detroit uh, with the points here. But Noto, what do you got? Clear my head for me here. Detroit, Green Bay, <laughs> Sunday night football. Green Bay wins and they're in. Lions win. They also need a Seattle loss. That puts them in the playoffs. Yeah, one of my favorite bets of the week is going to be the under in this game. Green Bay, all they've been doing is trying to control the clock. They love those long drives. They love to, you know, get their their running backs the ball, whether it's on the ground or through the air. Aaron Rodgers not looking to throw the ball downfield. And then you have Jared Goff. He struggled outdoors throughout his career. He's been really bad on the road this season. I think he's averaging like eight fantasy points per game on the road this season. So I love the under in this game. But if I'm taking a side, I got to I gotta take the points. I'm sorry. Uh, I got to take the points. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, don't be sorry. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm trying to, trying to find the weather here in Green Bay. I got it. I found it. I found it. You know, it's going to – cooled out it's like 55 again so trying to see what the weather report looks like looks like temps uh near 25 to 30 chops so nothing outrageous we won't get a an ice bowl anything crazy uh, jamal williams coming back to green bay you know he's going to be motivated so thoughts yeah. on this one are you locking anything in here sunday night football should be fun detroit i do i do love that undertake i love that undertake but uh i'll lock i can't lock in an under because that's what not what we do on the show we take teams and I'm, i'll lock in the packers then because yeah i just think by the time the game rolls around i think that detroit will be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and as much as we want to say they're still going to play it still hurts the psyche just a little bit and the big factor is what you just mentioned. Temps around 25 to 28. That's freezing weather. Baby hands golf. No way, man. He can't play in. He, he, he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle. Packers are going to control the clock. Like Notorious said, they're going to do what they do. I'm going to take the Packers here as a best bet. All right. Green Bay locked in. I, I'm trying to reverse drinks one more time, taking Detroit. Uh, not a best bet, but uh let's see should be a fun game uh excited for sure excited it's the last game of the week and that all three of our teams uh, have a potential to make the playoffs so all right i'm gonna i think i have your five chop i have the chargers the steelers the eagles the cowboys and the packers 
Sounds All right. good. Sounds all right. good. No, no, I'm, I'm lost on yours. All I have written down is Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's that's all you need. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's the only bet I feel real good about. Anyway, um, I think I have Pittsburgh. Scrolling here, uh, Falcons, Saints, Cowboys. I don't Chargers. know. Four, four is good enough. Chargers, right, four is no. good enough. Yeah. Mine are the Raiders, uh, the Titans, the Vikings, the Steelers, uh, and the Chargers. So uh, 15 or 14 best bets here. We'll see. You listen back. You should be listening him, to the whole show. Him, anyway, so. Give him the under. Give him the under in that Green Bay as a best oh, bet. Might oh, as yeah. well. We're in week 18. Oh, yes. What the hell? We can, break, we can bend the rules this week. Yeah, we make the rules. It's our show. So under. In Sunday night football, what is that number at anyway? No, no, like 40, 49. 49. Wow, yeah, that's what that I said, big, man. That's a big number. That is a big number. I'm, I'm liking that under as well. So, uh, best bet number five under 49 Sunday night football. That'll do it. Week 18. Uh, well, I, I think we're going to be back for the first two weeks of the playoffs at least, where there's enough games to, to talk about. No reason to do a conference championship game and all that. So, we'll, we'll talk to the uh, the you know the, the heads in charge here and see what they want to do but I'd expect another couple weeks here of the OGs but guys happy new year to you both happy new years to your family everybody out there a uh, happy new year happy holidays hope everything went well safely uh, as we talk about all the time week 18 it's an information week so stay plugged in teams like Tampa what are they going to do watch some draft motivations things like that but uh, always an interesting week. So, guys, final thoughts here. Week 18, let's tie a bow on this thing, on the regular season. Noto, what do you got? Yeah, as always, uh, this is a great time doing this show with you guys. Hopefully we can keep it going, you know, into the playoffs. And uh, that's going to be uh, a lot of fun, both DFS and uh, betting in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we know we got a lot of competition for years. So we love all you guys. And, uh, yeah, let's keep it going. And best bets, I want to say we all were above 500 on, on the season. So, uh, solid year, uh, make, making money out there. So, shop 2023 is here, last week of the regular season. Final thoughts for the people, my man. Yeah, I think that uh, really for us to have maintained an above 500 record, considering I think we'll – I know Beer had a really good year. I think me and Notorious would look at it and say – I thought we really had a really poor year for us to collectively all still be above five. That's a pretty good deal. I guarantee it will be better next year. Guarantee that we'll be better next year. So looking forward to getting week 18 over with because it's always kind of just a ho-hum week. But then, then you get the big dog. The playoff start that first weekend is absolutely electric now with all the games. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. So uh, we're going we're gonna to do everything we can to be back here for the first couple weeks of the playoffs. Always fun. We can dig in a little bit more in depth on some of those games and we talk some props, things like that, uh, with only a handful of games. So plan on the OGs being back here for the first couple weeks of the playoffs. So that'll do it for today. Uh, nice, sweet, short, concise, to the point. Uh, 15 best bets for you. I'll parse through. Hopefully you guys are making some money out there. Remember, BetMGM, promo code GRINDERS, risk-free bet up to $1,000, and check out scoresandodds.com. If you have now, you've heard us talk about it all season long. Tons of great stuff over there. Just the ability to compare these different spreads, totals. You'll be surprised at the different numbers you'll find out there. So shop around. Let Scores and Odds uh, be your shopping tool, along with premium picks that all three of us contribute to each and every week. Noto, I know we got golf coming back up. 
you know, NBA is getting into the time. You need more and more information. So covers all of the different sports. So get over there uh, and check it out. All right, that'll do it for this week. Best of luck to you guys in your DFS contests and your bets here in week 18. For Noto, for Chop, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year to everybody out there. And hopefully we'll see you next week. We're out. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up at BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.